0: Coming in a big light, just like like it's Christmas time for the baby And the snow is coming down
1: You be a girl
0: Light. Santa Claus is coming down your chimney late at night it's Christmas time baby and the snow is coming down you'll be a good
2: To the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And it's time now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. And you just heard from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And you just heard right there the band Slow, who are playing tonight in Vancouver. Oh, British Columbia, Canada, for the first time in 31 years. That was the sound of me scratching a flexi disc. This is from the Zulu Christmas card. Merry Christmas, 1985. Side. Nog is slow doing Santa Claus is back in town from 1985. Again, you heard the scratch of me grabbing the Zulu Christmas card. And today, an interview with Ziggy from Slow. An interview with Ziggy from Slow. And right now, to celebrate Slow, I thought I would play a selection of... I Broke the Circle from Slow's debut 7-inch. They actually were rejected at first by CITR because they sounded too much, quote, like Gado, Canadian Metal Legends Gado. But they got the 7-inch out, and then the rest is, well, you will find out tonight when they play their first gig in 31 years in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, tickets at the door at the Fox Cinema. They're also playing Tomorrow Night at the Fox and also doing an all-ages show at the Fox on Sunday. So here is I Broke the Circle featuring... Everybody except Ziggy, and then an interview with Ziggy from Slow, and Ziggy joined for the EP, Against the Glass, of which I will play a couple selections. So here is, I Broke the Circle by Slow, and then an interview with Ziggy, brand new, from Slow.
3: Who are you? You are Ziggy. Really? Okay. Um, I'm Ziggy.
2: Ziggy Sigmund.
3: Well, this is the thing. My real name is David Sigmund. And when I was a kid, like four, four three, something, went to school, and uh, some kid just started calling me Ziggy, and it was because of my last name or something, I think. But uh, so... So it's really, my name is not really kind of Ziggy Zygmunt, because that's like my name twice. Because Ziggy is short for Zygmunt, but I just, just because no one knows. If I say David, David's like, who the hell's that? I, I tried to go back to David, and no one, no, you're not David, you're Ziggy. So, But if you're writing me a check, you got a check that you want to give me, you have to write David Zygmunt, or I cannot cash it.
2: You had invited me, Ziggy, to your favorite place in Vancouver. What's up, hot dog?
3: Well, it's, it's one of my favorite places. One of my favorite places for interviews. It's not really my favorite place in the world of the couve. The green and weird, festering, dank, where the ley lines are dark. This is what we're talking about. The real Vancouver. I mean, I, I know this city and it's, it's transmogrified into something not as hilarious as it used to be.
2: And Ziggy, you're playing tonight at the Fox Theater with your band.
3: I'll be playing with myself tonight, probably. What? What, what are you talking about? Band? Ziggy, your band, Slow, is playing tonight. Band again. I know, we got banned again. They keep banning my band. It's like not fair, We just because of Expo, just because... I don't know. It, it was something that had to be done. Like, it was, everyone was boycotting it, and we just decided that if we boycott it, we can't blow it up as easily. It's easier to blow up from the inside.
2: And you are playing tonight. The first time in how many years you are playing Vancouver?
3: As slow? You mean as the entity that we're talking about? It's like, it's been a while. It's been a while, but it... It feels definitely way too long. I don't know. The, you know, it's been like twenty years or something.
2: The last gig was at the Town Pump
3: with Green River, right? Um, and maybe the first gig too. Yeah.
2: Which is like thirty-one years ago, and you return to Vancouver tonight.
3: Allegedly. Ziggy, who else is in Slow? Uh, does, does that really matter? I mean, you know, I don't. <laughs> just for the. Just joking. I was just. That was just a joke. I was a. That, it's a joke um, I don't know I mean I know who's in the band but like I just mean it's the band that matters is what I'm saying like I mean it's the same original I was just a, it's just a group of friends you know and uh, we all as friends do you go your separate ways for a while and then it's funnily enough we just one day kind of are all like you know what let's just we're all alive kind of like you know what we're all alive and that was a we better just make sure we're really alive. Like, are we alive? Like, there's something missing, you know. Like, we're all kind of yearning for something. Like, something's not right. And um, you are back tonight. It rhymes. Something
2: is not right. You are back tonight, Ziki. Slow.
3: Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens.
2: Ziggy, what was the first punk gig that you went to? Ham of Slow says his first punk gig was Rock Against Radiation at Vanier Park in 1981. What was your first punk gig
3: that you went to? Well, I've got to tell you one thing. I was at that gig, but I didn't know Ham at the time. But I was at a few gigs before that. Like, I don't know, quite a few gigs before that. But I was at that gig in '81. Um, the first, the very first one, I would have to say, um, it's hard to say, but it might be. If you, if you, is this called punk? The motel is that motels? Would that be called punk? Would you call that punk? At- Pretty much, I guess local punk. They were not. Well, the motels weren't local. They're at the cave. It was at the cave. I was 14 and I snuck in the back. Zippy Pinhead let me in the back door, and I saw the. I saw what I saw actually was three bands, and the best band was. Uh, Lost Popularos, I think, or something. I think it was Lost Popularos, and it was like Zippy, Pinhead on drums. Ron, I think Ron Reyes was in the band for some reason. He was in the band? Or he, I think so. No, he was there. I don't think he actually played anything. Zippy, Art, Bill Shirk, a bunch of guys, I don't know, that I didn't know, but I just was like, went backstage. Oh, oh, I know, I know. It was the meet, the Meteors. No, the, the Metros. The Metros or the Meteors? And uh, my girlfriend at the time... Karen, her, her name was Karen, like, her brother was older, and he was in a band, and he and so that's how we got in, because he kind of, he, he let us in, but then we ended up hanging out with uh, Zippy Pinhead, because uh, she knew Zippy or something, and yeah, that was the very first gig, I guess, of, of, I don't know, there must have been something before that, there was something, I think it was like, a DOA, there was a DOA show, I think, at, uh, I think it was at a school. I think it was actually at a school. They played at a school, and I went and saw them. It wasn't a bar. I was only like 13 or something.
2: And you are Ziggy Sigmund of Slow. And I wanted to ask you, your brother, Jimmy, was in the band Death Sentence? Yeah. yeah. Death Sentence. What can you say about your brother being in Death Sentence? Because they were an amazing band. I love Death Sentence.
3: Um, Well, like... Me and my brother were in this band together for a while. It's kind of a joke, like we kind of it was a joke, but it wasn't a joke. Like we couldn't really know. It was just some band we had to, together. But it just the name was the band, really. It was just called Immoral Majority, and just based on that name, we kind of had a band, and and um, we we d- didn't have a place to practice because the cops kept coming over. Like we were living with our folks, I and mean, and then the cops came over till like five times. They just kept going. They said one more time, that's it, or something. They're gonna do something like give the landlord a note so we met this guy pete cleaver and he said come to my place like in burnaby went over there and we just kind of met these guys and then somehow my brother kind of you know became friends with them and uh, we were all friends was like we're all friends hanging out and they kind of uh, eventually the band that me and jim ring kind of broke up like the rhythm section kind of quit so he uh just like joined Death Sentence because uh, they needed a bass player and it was it was cool it was, it was great and we used to always sometimes I think and I remember they would jam I think at my folks place they came over once I think, and think jammed but because uh, I mean we're really young right so like you know slow jammed at my parents place a few times when we just couldn't jam anywhere else we just like literally got on the bus and uh, everyone took a piece of the drum kit on you know like I took the hi-hat and just you know take all the shit on the bus and then uh go to someone's parents' house and just, before they knew it, they were just jamming in the basement and, uh, well, whatever. Everyone was usually into it, so it was okay.
2: What do you remember, Ziggy, about Death Sentence on 21 Jump Street? What do you remember about that?
3: Uh, everyone, like, yeah, it was good. It was, like, I think, I can't remember the exact episode, but I think it was one sort of thing with, like, the punks or like, in school or something and they had to have, be the bad punks and, uh, but, I mean, everyone hung out, like, it was just like, we used to always do that. It was like, there's always these shows, and they needed extras, and they needed, like, punk rockers. So we're like, okay, we'll just go as the punk rockers, since we are punk rockers or whatever, or look like punk rockers. Or whatever. they a stereotypical thing, they liked it. So we're like, okay, we'll just show up and get paid to, like, hang out on a movie set all day, you know, you know
2: slow they were called sisu what do you remember about pre-slow the band sisu
3: well i think i did see them like that's what i mean it's like it was like just a certain group of friends we all just like hung out so i think they played like again at a school or at a party or something maybe and i saw them play and i thought they were great at the time i just thought these guys really rock you know Mm -hmm.
2: I want to ask you, Ziggy, about this photo right here. Who is this in this photo with Slow playing guitar? Uh, Who is in the photo for the people listening right now? Can you go over this photo?
3: Before I was in the band. This is before I was in the band. This is, I think it's from a a show that was at uh, the the
2: Zulu Review, possibly, at the Commodore?
3: Okay, maybe, maybe I don't know. I don't know. Is that it? Hold on. Because I was
2: shocked to see this photo. is like a slow photo with, without Ziggy.
3: I don't know. Hold on. Wait a second. I could figure this out though by the guitar. Could you
2: describe to the people listening to this what you are doing?
3: Wait a second. That is me. That is me. That actually is me. That's what do you mean? That's not me. That's me. But I, I'm not. I'm pretty sure that's me. Yeah. What do you mean? What are you saying?
2: How did you get in Slow? Did Slow have another guitarist before you, and who was it?
3: Well, this particular show, if this is the uh, review you're talking about, I played it, and I'm pretty sure that is me with black hair, because I did my hair black, I'm sure. But, But there was another guitar player. I think his name was Russell. That I saw, like I saw play, I saw like I was in this other band and we opened up for Slow before I was playing in Slow. And this guy Russell was on guitar and he was pretty good. And I don't know what happened with him, like w- whether he quit or if he got too busy or. But eventually they needed a guitar player and uh, Chris like uh, phoned me up I think and uh, said, Hey, you wanna you wanna jam? And I said sure. And I, he met me at work. I was like working at this kitchen. Hey, that was good I'm working at a kitchen. And, like, I was 18, I think, yeah, something like that, 18, and uh, after work, we came over and uh, we took the bus down to the Incredible House of Sickness, no, Terrible, it's called the Terrible House of Sickness, where a bunch of guys I knew lived there, and uh, we jammed there, and, and I seem to remember it was either the first or second rehearsal, like, I liked it right away, I was just like, this is great, and we just sort of, it just hit, it clicked in a funny way, but... We started jabbing, and then, like, I saw Chris, like, answer the door We're in the basement, and somehow, like, it seemed like he was, like, went into the other room, there was a bunch of doors or something, and he was, like, playing, and then these cops came in, and, like, he kept playing, we didn't know what to do, so we just kept playing, but they were, like, pointing guns right at us, and they were busting in, because somebody that lived there in this house, there's a whole bunch of people that lived there, was, like, a thief or something, and some crazy thing happened so they like stormed the house expecting to find more than just like this guy this thief or whatever but you know found really nothing but it was like quite a it was like we thought it was just funny i at least i did i thought it was hilarious like cops bursting in with guns on a bunch of musicians and you know we're just where was that the terrible house of sickness is uh i think it was on Windermere Street uh in East Vancouver i don't know like by the Peony or something or was it Windermere i don't know something like that Windermere or like nookcus Parker, I don't know, somewhere around there, Windermere and First, you know, somewhere like that. I think it's still there. The house is still actually there, but it's a lot nicer now than it actually was. Um, I mean, it was like a rundown house, kind of, you know, a really cheap house. Anyway.
2: And you are Zeki Sigmund playing tonight at the Fox Theater as part of Slow. We are at What's Up Hot Dog. But we are here for wings, some wings. You would like to eat your wings now,
3: right? Well, I don't know. Should we take a wing break? Because you would like to eat some wings, I'm wouldn't you? i try these, yeah. They look good. Here is some wings. Okay. You want me okay. here, eat the wings? All right.
2: We are here at What's Up Hot Dog with Ziggy from... What's Up Hot Dog? From Slow. We're playing tonight at the Fox Theater and also Saturday and Sunday, an all-ages show. Slow. Back together. Now, speaking of slow, what do you remember about this appearance of slow on Undergrowth eighty four the cassette, which is not on the recently reissued record? What was going on here? Slow doing the night before.
3: I don't know what that is. I don't know. It's a cassette tape. He's put a cassette tape allegedly in front of me, and I. It has
2: slow doing the night before. Do you remember that song? No you remember about the release of the record like for instance we have a little clipping right here from the release of Against the Glass. Yeah, that's true that's real
3: that is real this is yes that's a that i authenticated it this is the real deal
2: what do you remember about that night
3: what do i remember about that night okay i remember that was a cihr thing it was a battle of the bands thing yeah wasn't it i mean yeah and, and we had a surfboard and uh we had a surfboard, and we did, like, a long medley of uh, surf. Uh,
2: Tom came in on a surfboard.
3: Not exactly. We were on a surfboard. No, we weren't really on it. It was, we had a surfboard, uh, like, it was not, it was a super big one, too. It was, like, not not, not a mini surfboard, or, like, you know, it was, like, full-on, maybe, like, a windsurfing board, in fact. Maybe there's like, a. Anyways, and we used it as part of the surf set. We sort of set it up so at one point Christian could be on the surfboard. I think we—I think actually we all managed to get on this thing, and it was just like it didn't last that long. It was like it was like kind of a medley of songs for like seven minutes or something. It, oh yeah, and this was the Savoy, where I also saw um, a lot of bands at the time. Like you know, like uh, I saw that band, the Forgotten Rebels, there, and they were—they were. I didn't forget that. I was. Like, you would always go to the Savoy. So, was, everyone was expecting to see something good at the Savoy. So, I mean, we couldn't let them down, you know what I mean? We just, like, you know, went out there and rocked. And uh, I think we won or, or we lost or something happened, though. Something happened that was very good. And then we and then we did the Zulu thing, yeah. So, we got, like, it was... So, like, you know, it's like Battle of the Bands. But, but then we got to record and then... Uh, but I think Grant was into it anyways. Like, I don't know. I think, I don't know how the two things... I wasn't involved in the business end of anything, so I don't really know how it all happened, no.
2: Thinking of the band the Slow, how come you weren't on the first 7-inch? How come you aren't pictured on the back of the first 7-inch?
3: Yeah, I didn't know those guys. they yeah, That's what I mean. They, I didn't really know there was even a band Slow. you know. Yeah, that's the real... But, like, when I came, like, to uh, rehearsal or whatever, like, they played me the record. And I was blown away. I was like, holy shit, you got a first I was like, you got a record? Like, you know, I didn't know any other people that had a record. So I was like, wow, I got a record. And then it was like, it sounded great. So I was like, holy, like, wow, I'm, I'm in a great band now already. Like, even without me, it was a great band. Like, I, you know, and I just wanted to be part of it because it sounded so good. And uh, instantly hit it off with everyone. I was just like, you know, just like they. Ex- I didn't know them as well, you know, I was like kind of a bit of an outsider. They'd all known each other since they were like real kids, you know, like 10 or and uh, something like that, you know, like 12 and uh, and I was like, you know, we're all like we're all like, by this time like 16, 17, 18 or something like that and uh, like we were under the drinking age, I remember that, we we're under the drinking age and I just turned 19 on one of our shows or something, you know, we're all just turning drinking age kind of, you know
2: do you remember about this gig when you played with the Cramps? Here are some Alex Waterhouse Hayward pictures of you playing with the Cramps at UBC. What do you remember about that gig? Ham said that the Cramps weren't too cool.
3: Well, I mean, I got to... You know, I'm not going to disagree with that because it was kind of... They were snobby or whatever, but on the other hand, like, they weren't... Um, like, we weren't really, like... The way they had done the opening band, we were not really allowed to ever be in the same quarters with them. So we never really got to even say hi to them. Like It was always like, well, the Cramps dressing room, the Cramps catering is this way, and you guys go that way. And we couldn't even say hi to them. So it was just like I could see Lex Interior looking at us, you know, like gazing down through. Because they were like up in this higher kind of a, a catering area of this hockey rink thing where, you know, they were eating dinner as we were doing sound check and they were like peering down at us, you know, through like everyone had like thick dark glasses, so it looked maybe like they were snobby, but I think I don't know. I think they were we were a curiosity in, in their in the cramps uh, vision. Definitely they noticed us. What
2: can you say about that night? You were dressed up as nurses and also you have some modernettes with you.
3: Oh, yeah, well, we decided, because it was the cramps, I mean, we all love the cramps, but to make it, like, a special show, we just, like, go as nurses, like, all dressed as nurses, and make it kind of a, you know, horror show, because the cramps are kind of horror, you know, horror rock or whatever, you know, so we're like, yeah, and, um, you know, it uh, kind of turned into, like, a joke, because, like, Tom was like, don't use blood, you know, and, and we're like, okay, but somehow we actually got some real blood from a slaughterhouse, and, uh, He dumped it over his head, and all of a sudden, you know, it was like, oh, my God, you know, and we got really drunk, um, and I, this is the thing, I remember this was, I was being totally determined to just block myself out. I was like, I had a bad situation or something, and there was this girl that I really liked, and I was just really, you know, whatever, so I was like, okay, that's it, I'm going to drink myself into oblivion, you know, and I couldn't do it, though, like, I just kept falling down, but I was totally conscious, and I'm like, just talking like normal. And, but that's what happened. Eventually, I just, like, was, like, lying down, and all the water was on, and the dressing room was flooded, and, uh, somebody came in, like, and dragged me out, and, uh, went to a party, and <laughs> as soon as I got to the party, I just fell down in the middle of the party on the floor, and, uh, I think it was Dale or something said, like, that's it, you can't bring him in here, like, you can't just, like, die on my floor, this is a party, and he's already dead, and, uh, so I had to leave the party, and, uh. Anyways, so, yeah, but it was a good it was a good set. I remember the set was actually good. I wasn't drunk then. I don't know if anyone was drunk. I don't know what anyone else was really doing. It was just like, it was crazy. We were trying to, yeah, we had these girls um, singing backups, I think, and uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think there was some nudity, maybe. I don't know, but I was into it. Whatever was happening, it was good. I think I was nude, and... I don't know. I was really drunk, and I don't know. I don't. I can't remember what happened. Was
2: it okay. Sigmund of Slow? Slow, the band that eats nightclubs. What happened at the Metro? You guys shut down a Metro club.
3: I remember they they kicked us off stage or something, but I mean we didn't shut them down. They were, they stayed open. They were still open. They were selling drinks and stuff, but they weren't shut down. We didn't shut them down. I think they. I don't know. I don't know what happened at that club, but uh, no, they just got weirded out. They just. I mean, we started playing, and I guess they just weren't used to that energy because everyone just went crazy, like you know, and they just were like, "Oh my God, everyone's having like they're going to just go crazy into a riot, but it wasn't a riot, nothing was getting smashed. People were just really getting into it, like everyone, the band was really getting into it, and the audience was really getting into it, and the bouncers were really getting into it, like, into like, you guys are like not playing anymore. You know? <laughs> it really worked, I guess, I don't know
2: it like playing a UBC frat party. You played a UBC frat party.
3: It was kind of like Animal House with uh but instead of like instead of having, you know, I don't know. Except it was in Vancouver. I don't know. It was like it's was, it was like really ridiculous, you know, but it was really fun. You know, it was, really, it was a lot of good time, I thought, you know, whatever.
2: We're here with Ziggy Sigmund of Slow, and I wanted to play you a song right now. This is a song I wanted to play you. Do you remember this song? Do you remember this song, Ziggy Sigmund of Slow? You might have to put it to your ear. Could you describe what you're hearing? I don't know. It sounds pretty cool. What about the guitar playing? What is it?
3: Listen closely.
2: Describe this song. We are here. What's up, dog? So it's hard to hear the song.
3: I can't remember who this is. It's weird. You gotta tell me who it is. You gotta tell me who it is. It's you playing guitar. In what band, though? What band? What band? What band? What band? What band? And Tom on vocals from 1981. I don't remember that. Yeah. What song is this though? My baby
2: is avant. My baby is avant garde. What do you remember about the early recordings of Ziggy?
3: Well, this particular recording, I think, is like the wrong speed or something. A little bit like a little bit off speed, you know? No, it's Tom, very young. He
2: sounds so young. This is from 1982. It is you playing guitar. It is Tom.
3: I think it's a cassette tape, though, or something. It's it's probably like a cassette tape, right? It's
2: Tom on
3: vocals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. What
2: do you remember about this song?
3: Not very much, but I like the guitar. I do. It's you playing guitar. I like the whole thing. Like, I like the song. I'd like to, I wish I'd heard it before. Like, are you sure? Are you sure? I am
2: completely sure. This is Ziggy Sigmund. Let's check right now. Right here is a song. What do we have oh, right you know, here? This
3: is, you know what this is? You know what? I, I think there's what, a slight look, typo. Look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But,
2: music by...
3: No, this is the Pasudos. This uh, is this is the, this is the uh, poser record. This is the pseudos, pseudos. This is not slow. This is the pseudos.
2: It's your first recording, though. You playing it's guitar. What can uh, from? Slow. It's not, slow, it's from not slow, slow, but it's actually Anthony's band.
3: Right. Exactly. So it's uh, not.
2: What slow. can you say about the suit? Uh, it's not slow, but not what slow. can you so say you about? Was, there's
3: a slight correction that has to be made. That was not slow, and I didn't say it was. Use it. I never said it was slow. Okay, we have. He no said time. you were playing we were guitar. Playing, uh, oh, that's true. Anyways, but it's not the first record of Slow. But it was something we did when we were in Slow. We were already in Slow. No,
2: you weren't oh, because you we weren't. no, you weren't. Oh, I think we weren't. No, you weren't because.
3: Aha! <laughs> uh-huh, off record, we were. That is from oh,
2: 1982.
3: God. That's okay. That's possible. It's possible in the world of, you know, cross sort of. Geometric superimposing is possible. Well, yeah, I
2: was curious about that, Ziggy. For instance, you hooked up with Tom via Anthony in 1982.
3: are you alleging to?
2: How were you hanging out with Tom in 82, but you weren't on the first 7 inch? It's
3: called called Mobius Trip.
2: What do you remember about that recording session? Do you remember anything? Was that the first recording session they ever did?
3: Well, back in the early 20s. Who were the pseudos? Who were the pseudos? We invented a new type of LSD, which allowed us to time travel. And it's possible that we kind of, you know, we've been traveling around in different dimensions. Sometimes you fuck up and, you know. So
2: there we have it. The first recording, as documented by Anthony Sato. Non-fiction design. The pseudos. Your first... What, what do you remember about the early days? When was the first time you went to a recording studio?
3: okay I'm not sure, but it could be it could be Aragon Studios and that's the studio that we recorded against the Glaston because we went there with the fits and see the fits is this band another band with my brother where we had this band and like the fits opened for slow before it was in slow and we found the studio it was eight track and the guy the guy's name was John Fitzgerald and he was um, a really kind of cool kind of old hippie kind of guy you know like stereotypically but he was really cool he had some other job or gig so the studio was only open on the weekend and it was just a really cool place and he shared the place with like a, a, a photography studio that was really it was like just a really nice vibe you know and um had good sounding room and we just went there it was like literally 10 bucks an hour or maybe less I don't know something like that, really cheap and he mixed it and he just really had good ears you know
2: did it ever come out? That was fits.
3: Uh, the Fitz. The Fitz never came out. No, the, and the Fitz, uh, the Fitz. I don't think he makes the Fitz like the Fitz we just did in like you know an hour. We just like okay, and we just played a whole set in an hour. It was like a speed. The Fitz we were trying to go to be like the. We kind of had this crazy idea where we'd be the fastest band possible, just like, and it was fast, too fast. Maybe I don't know. It was just like, so it was like a speed band or something, but. Uh, but, no, slow, we had, like, three days. We had three full days in there, and, um, you know, it was fun. We, you know, we we kind of got drunk, and... Uh, but I didn't know, like... That's the main... That was when I just started. Christian was showing me the songs in the studio, like, had, like before the take. She would show me, okay, there's the A chord, and I'm going to go here, and just follow along, just play whatever, and I said, okay. So I didn't even know, really, the songs. We were just, like... I was just playing, you know, but we kept all the... You know, I think maybe one time we had to stop or something and uh, and take it over, like uh, one of the faster ones or something. Uh, We took a few takes at it or something, but everything was pretty much just boom. We just played it, and okay, that's it. Next, you know.
2: I did find, actually, a review of Slow Opening for the Cramps at UBC.
3: Oh, can you read it? Yeah.
2: And it said, Opening for the Cramps were Slow, who turned in a disappointing set.
3: Oh, I don't agree with that at all. Who said that? Who, what? where's that uh, no, i no
2: drawing mainly from the ep against the glass the band ground out their music concrete wearing bloodied nurses uniforms didn't seem to elicit much of an audience reaction
3: well you know how it is isn't a saturday night with a lot of blood all over you it's hard to say things sometimes
2: while their recorded work ranks as one of the most exciting debuts in recent memory, their live act just made me wanna lock up the little brats in their rooms.
3: That's what we said.
2: Music Trader said that when they reviewed the gig that you played with the Crams.
3: Music Trader? Yes,
2: I know them. <laughs> Boom, I love that line. Want to lock up the little brats in their rooms. Yeah. And you can check out the little brats this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. All ages, right? All leeches for the kids.
3: You mean you're playing? Your band's playing? No, you're playing. You're playing. You're playing. Oh, okay. What? But brats, there's no, there's going to be brats there? This Sunday, Sloan are playing. Keep the brats away. Keep the brats away. Keep the dogs away, Thor. No dogs can come, no backs.
2: What about the new songs? Will the new songs be old songs? Will the new songs be old songs?
3: It's just like, it's, it's an open-ended question, really.
2: Are you bringing back bits and pieces that you remember, or is it all new? How many questions till I go insane? Is that new? I don't know. And again, you are Ziggy of the rock and roll band Slow, playing Friday, Saturday, and Sunday—an all-ages gig this weekend at the Fox Theater. It's pretty exciting to get you guys back together.
0: Yeah,
3: you know, all kidding aside, all jokes aside, all jesting aside, all levity aside, all levitation aside, and everything—just just put it aside. It's—I'm beside myself and don't know what to say.
2: What do you remember about the cross-Canada tour that Slow did?
3: It was um, very cold. It was a bad time to tour. Uh, but Montreal was good. Montreal was good.
2: Did you leave on the tap so the hot tub flooded? Do you remember flooding a hot tub in Toronto?
3: I don't know. No? No, I never flood. I always turn things off, not on.
2: Winding up here, Ziggy, what was a boys club like? What was a boys club like?
3: It was cool. It was uh, like a hangout that we had, that it was just, we could just, anyone could just, you know, of our friends or whatever. A lot of different people lived there. And it was like an old, maybe, I don't know, it was literally a boys club. Like it just said boys club on it. It was like a gymnasium or something. And we used to have like, I mean, I was not that involved except going and hanging out there. But, you know, there'd be gigs there, and you'd go there, and uh, you just go there, and there's the pinball machines and stuff. You'd play pinball and pool and uh, sit around and play guitar with some guys that I used to go to school with when I was, like, you know, a kid that I still knew would, would live there and stuff like that. Um, like Ham lived there. Yeah, Ham Ham lived there. Yeah, Ham lived there. and uh, But a lot of people over the years had lived there, kind of like uh, there was another house like it uh, called the Plaza. And I... You know, people would just live there for, you know, maybe like a month and then they move out. There's just a lot of in and out things, or sometimes you'd live there for a long time. And I lived there at the plaza for a while, you know, just because it was cheap. And also, we could jam there, you know, it was good. It was good. And you, there's always, you could go there, there's always someone up and you could talk to someone. It was like kind of a good place to hang out and uh, like having a little family thing happening, you know, just a bunch of friends.
2: What about the Homer Street Bordello, the importance, to slow of the Homer Street Bordello?
3: Well, that was like the same thing. Like after all these other places had, you know, been bulldozed over or whatever, and then and we got a bit older, then we had our own house that was like a hangout too. Like, you know, it was like, it was a house, but I mean, I felt welcomed I, you know, when I wasn't uh, say in the same band at the time to to go and hang out there it was just like you just go and hang out there and then, but hang out there to play music and, you know but you could just go there and hang out too like you just go and hang out and it was uh, everyone was always so you know, happy to to see you and it was a good vibe it was a, you know it's a good vibe but you know it, it makes me kind of sad because it's hard to get a house now like ours, it was cheap that was the main thing it was cheap you could get a whole house so you didn 't have to worry about a house. You, you know everyone has a place to stay, a place to live, a place to jam. It was, it was all these places now have been you know they 've been bulldozed and turned into condos uh. and we 're here at
2: what 's up Hot Dog with Ziggy Sigmund of Slow, who are playing tonight at the Fox Theatre and also Saturday and Sunday doing an all ages show. The Zulu Christmas Card. What do you remember about the Zulu Christmas Card that is not
3: included on the recent reissue of Slow? I love this thing. It's uh, it's like um, it's on red. It's on red. But it's like a little single, right? So it's like a single 45 on like a flexi disc, red vinyl. If you don't know what it is, because it's kind of it looks so neat. But hold on, it's like it's got artwork. It's like a Santa Claus, but it's like a Santa. No, it's not a Santa Claus. It's like Frosty the Snowman type guy. But he's like a Zulu version of it because it's for Zulu records, so it's got like wearing a Zulu garb with a you know pointed stick here, and it says uh, Merry Christmas in Swahili. I don't know. It's kind of I I just think it's I don't know. I like it. It's just got all these like signatures. You know, wishing you all Merry Christmas. How
2: come that song isn't on a reissue?
3: Oh oh, it's not. See, this is news to me. I'm not in the loop. Like I'm not really in the loop here, but. I think it's, I I like it, it's just, it's an Elvis, it's like a rendition of an Elvis Presley song. Do
2: you remember bands being upset that you caused a fuffle at Expo? Like the hunting party, Nick Jones from The Point of Sticks was kind of mad that his gig was cancelled because they cancelled all the gigs.
3: Nobody was mad at us as far as I heard. Everyone knew it wasn't our fault that it got cancelled. I mean, you know, seriously, I mean, if we get cancelled, that makes sense. If they do a draconian measure and... And say no more music ever because one band was uh, um, what we considered, um, you know, offending or offensive or something. That's their decision. But so it, they in fact eventually reinvoked the whole thing and had all the bands play and everyone was paid except us. Um, so it, it worked out that no one was really canceled. So except except for you know half of our set, that's it.
2: You were in L.A. for a long time. Did you ever run into Tom in L.A.?
3: Uh, yeah, but not, like, you know, just for, like, a second, like, I went out for lunch with him or something, but I was, like, really busy doing my own thing, and I was just, you know, and he was really doing his own thing, so it was just kind of like, hey, how's it going, and it was, it was a friendly, you know, like, I went out for dinner and joked around, and, uh. Well, Pete bastard did he run
2: into Pete bastard or any Canadian fellows?
3: well, yeah, you see Pete bastard everywhere I mean you know you see him in France, you see him in you see him in New York I mean Moscow, there he is you know what can I tell you
2: what's the important Ziggy of yoga? you love yoga, don't you
3: um it's like it's kind of a weird like statement to make uh you know uh but uh but yoga is uh you know it's just it's kind of self-healing medicine and if you're if you study it you you know it's just something you can get into and uh you know so i i needed to heal myself so i just you know delved into it for 10 years like really just really got into it for 10 full years just blah, you know and then i feel that you can just it's just a matter of i wish i could do like it's like you're just trying to find a balance. That's all it is. And um, there's a natural balance that things have. And, uh, like, everyone actually has a total balanced state that they can find That uh, that is really a lifelong try goal to do. But uh, it's, it's
2: pretty exciting to slow our back. For instance, Fish and Jim. Do you remember Fish and Jim?
3: Yeah, he's a friend of mine, yeah.
2: He must be really excited to slow her back.
3: Everyone is. I mean, every, like we all are. like All the, the people um, of that, you know, we, we can't believe that we're still alive. You know, that we are all in one room still standing is pretty uh, amazing.
2: And the cover of the Georgia Strait. What can you say about being on the cover of the Georgia Strait and the picture?
3: It's, it sounds like a, a dumb country song. That's, you know, that's cool. What was
2: John Mackey's role in getting slow back together?
3: He uh, knew everyone separately, kind of. Like, he was like, we all knew John Mackey, no matter, like, if we did, weren't keeping in touch with each other, we all kept in touch with John Mackey somehow. It's
2: amazing that he knows everybody, and he also documented you in the Vancouver Sun. All those articles.
3: And I think he's from Winnipeg. I heard He's from Winnipeg too I guess can't I mean, it's amazing I don't know, it's, you know, it's weird
2: It's like of slow Why should people care about slow? Why should people care? Uh,
3: I don't know I don't know because uh, I don't know It's like You can't really answer that question, you know It's just, I guess we'll, we'll find out if they really I don't know if anyone shows up at the shows We, we have, you know, we'll see what happens
2: Well, thanks very much, Ziggy. Keep on rocking in the free world and do do loot do. All right. You're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. That there was, was Slow. And before that, Against the Glass by Slow. And before that, an interview with the guitarist, one of the guitarists of Slow, Ziggy Sigmund, who are playing tonight, Slow are playing their first show in Vancouver in 31 years. Yes, they play actually their second show in Vancouver in 31 years because they did play the Polygon Gallery a couple weeks ago. But I mean, the first official show and they did play last night in Victoria. So they did debut in Vancouver, but the first official show was in Victoria. But tonight at the Fox Theatre, slow tickets at the door still available. And as well, tomorrow night, they're playing at the Fox Theater. And then on Sunday, they're doing an all-ages gig at the Fox Theater. Hooray for Slow. So we heard Against the Glass featuring Ziggy on guitar of Slow. And before that, an interview with Ziggy of Slow. And in between, we heard My Baby is Avant-Garde, and that actually was recorded in 1982 for Anthony Sato of Nonfiction, his art project for graduation at Emily Carr in 1982 for his band The Sudos. They were a made-up band, but Anthony said, hey... Does anybody know some kids that can get involved and sing and play guitar? And it was Tom of Slow doing vocals and Ziggy playing guitar guitar. So I played that the Ziggy, but he had no memory of it whatsoever. However, that was from 1982. My baby is avant-garde. So we ended the interview with, my baby is avant-garde, 1982. No, I don't think the tape was warped. Tom sounded really young, but he was really young. Like maybe like 14 or 13 sing that song. Then we cut into Slow doing Against the Glass. And a lot of Slow has been reissued, well, recently, recently by Artifacts Records. However, one of the things not under issue is Slow's appearance on the Undergrowth 84 tape. This tape was put out by Collectors RPM and features a whole bunch of bands from No Know, The Bill of Rights, Clay Pigeon, Soldiers of Sport, The Celebrity Drunks, Culture Shock, Death Sentence, Unnatural Silence, The Spores, Sudden Impact from Winnipeg, House of Commons, The Unknown Fibers, and Slow with The Night Before. So here it is, Slow from 1984, as not included on the Art of Facts reissue. And again, Slow are playing their first kind of official show in Vancouver in 31 years tonight. At tonight Friday at the Fox Theater. So here is Slow from the Underground Growth cassette in 1984. I hit the fast forward button on that track. So the track ended. That was slow doing the night before from the undergrowth compilation. Sorry about hitting the fast forward track. Maybe you're really enjoying that track. But again, if you want to re-listen to that track, check out the Undergrowth 84 compilation. But don't check out the newest reissue of the Slow Against the Glass EP because it is not on there. We're joined right now by Crooked Walker. Hello, hello, hello. Are you there?
4: I'm here, yes. Who are you exactly? I'm pretty sure I saw Slow... At Expo 86, I was there the day that the big skateboard competition happened, and I believe Slow played to the right of the stage, and it was sort of poor timing because the finals of the skateboard competition were happening, and I I could be wrong, because I often am, but I believe Slow were playing kind of off to the right, and pandemonium ensued. Could you please get a bit of background,
2: Crooked Walker, on slow? I just wanted to actually cue up another track by slow, but what can you say about slow? The importance, like why am I excited about after 31 years, slow or back? What is the right. significance of slow? Slow or why? Because I remember when we talked to Bruce Pravitt, again, from Sub Pop Records. Right. He was really excited about, I thought, slow, but really he was into the dishrags. Yeah.
4: Well, Slow, um, I, I, I I mean, I couldn't be talking into this microphone and not say that I saw Slow here at UBC opening up for The Cramps. And and I talked to Chris, or Chris? I talked to um, Stephen Ham Stephen about um, Slow not long ago for a grunge documentary I did right here for UBC, and he spoke about how Slow were kind of like the proto-grunge band. They brought the aesthetic and perhaps the sound of grunge to Seattle, which bands like Mother Love Bone and that sort of uh, adopted into their style because they were all kind of glam rock prior to that. But they had an unusual sound. They were awesome to see live. And they came and then they disappeared. And they went on to be Circle Circle C Copyright, which was like a big band on Geffen Records. They had a lot of money to produce an album. And that album came out the same day as uh, Nevermind. I believe it was released on the same day, and uh, they kind of were overshadowed by that, but they, they were just like a great band that had an unusual sound. They were awesome live. They were from Vancouver carrying on the DOA and Subhumans and Pointed Sticks and all those other great bands, and they kind of came and went quickly.
2: And I found out in the interview I did with Ziggy that actually Slope pl- poured real blood over their heads when they opened for the cramps. On oh,
4: the nurses' uniforms. Yeah,
2: right? real blood. Like from what? A slaughterhouse. <laughs> so they went to a slaughterhouse and poured real blood over their head when they opened for the cramps. That was, again, a little story. Related by Ziggy, who is playing with Slow tonight. Tonight. The legendary Slow at the Fox Theater, a few tickets at the door. And we have a song all queued up here by Slow from their Against the Glass EP. And it's looking for something clean. And then you have brought in a bunch of Vancouver related records. From the same yeah. era, etc. Could yeah. you say something about the records? We may not get to all of them, Roger, right. but what <laughs> could you say about the records you have brought in?
4: Well, yeah, there's, it, it, I mean, I, I brought in this uh, record for you, Nardwar. It, it was released the same year from this band called Bermuda, which um, just shows the um, uh, extent of sound coming out of Vancouver at that time because it sounds nothing like slow. But yeah, there there was a lot of great music coming out of the Vancouver area. The the Dills, the Enigmas, the Pointed Sticks, Forbidden Beat. The Dills Made in Canada EP. Yeah, well, Les Dills is the uh, album. With
2: Zippy Pinhead on drums. Yeah
4: zippy on drums zippy on drums and uh they have a great song on here called the sound of the rain because i would love to see a tourism video of vancouver where it's just a still shot of a day like today which is like how it is most of the time rainy forbidden beat um featuring members of bill of rights house of commons celebrity drunks this is a, a great album and a little misleading because like uh, forbidden beat and bill of rights they have a sort of a surf sound that was, is unexpected when you put that in. And SNFU, Gentlemen of Horror, and a cramp, Seven Inch, who, as I said earlier, I saw Slow open for the cramps when Slow were dressed in nurses' uniforms, covered in real blood. And just uh, recently, Nardwar and I both saw new images that we had never seen before of Slow backstage covered in blood. Thank you, Alex Waterhouse
2: Hayward. Those are his picks. From his blog, From people his blog, can check yeah. out. And actually, I showed those pictures to Ziggy, and he was like, wow, that is amazing. <laughs> but it's out there. Thank you, Roger, for bringing in those records. So hopefully, we will get to some of those. But right now, we're going to return to some slow... Against the Glass EP, we're going to hear Looking for Something Clean on CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada,
0: with Crooked Walker! (laughs)
4: here in Montreal and he complained about ticket prices that were actually lower than they were in the United States and it was suggested to him that maybe he take less money. That's the last we heard about lower ticket prices until next year. Money. Here's $50 back out of the 7500
2: You're still listening to the Nardwar, the human serviette radio show. And we just heard the Dills with Sound of the Rain. Thank you, Crooked Walker, for bringing the Dills in today. No problem. What can you say about that song?
4: Anything? The Dills, the Dills are a great Canadian band. I've heard a few uh, stories with like Bev Davies traveling with them on their way to San Francisco, I believe, and uh, they have a uh, unusual sound. It's and not...
2: you thought that song was kind
4: of long? For punk standards, yes. Gentlemen of Horror before that. Much better for punk standards, yes. Very quick and to the point. Yeah, Gentlemen of Horror. And they have this distinction of, I believe, um, their last seven inch being the most valuable. Is it the most valuable in Canada or in North America? Like their seven inch single. It's pretty insane. And they're from Kelowna and, of course, turned into the Grapes of
2: Wrath. Grapes of Wrath. Shout out to the Hooper Brothers Maybe and it's Kevin r- Keane. Maybe they're still traveling around on that bus. But that was a reissue. You didn't risk bringing the original down, did you?
4: <laughs> I didn't risk—no, I didn't risk bringing the— What was
2: a bus rumor? What was a bus
4: rumor? Uh, the bus rumor was that—I uh, forget his name, but the one of the brothers in the band had picked up the 7-inch singles, was on a bus going to Kelowna to bring them to a record store, got off the bus, left the records on the bus. And hence, it became really, really rare. Yeah. And it's a good record as well. We heard Job and Urban Killboy, and before that, some My Dog Popper. My Dog Popper. And that, that was off, um, it came from the pit, and that's a pretty, um, that's a, that takes some guts to uh, put on vinyl calling out uh, Jello Biafro. And I think he mentioned some, did he mention Henry Rollins in that song too? I'm not sure. But yeah, My Dog Popper, Rock Stars Are Assholes. And before that, we heard some Forbidden Beat. Forbidden Beat with Death by Insanity, and it's kind of like a Vancouver super band. Vancouver's kind of famous for having what they were what they were known as uh, what they were known as at the time as fuck bands, but this is actually a serious band made up of other bands in Vancouver, such as the Bill of Rights and House of Commons. And yeah, Forbidden Beat. That, that's a pretty great song. And before that, we heard a bit of slow.
2: But the night before <laughs> until I hit the Fast Forward.
4: Yeah, that was an incredibly rare track. So From a compilation you love. The Undergrowth oh, compilation. The, yeah, yeah, that's from the Undergrowth, yeah. This, um, eighty-four. Z- did Zulu put that out? Collectors RPM oh, yeah, actually Collectors released RPM. it. Yeah, yeah. That turned the Collector's RPM. That turned into the Beatles Museum, didn't it? I believe so. It did. Yes.
2: And right now, to end the Nardwara to Human Serviette radio show, we have from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, the Corner Boys with Just Don't Care. Thank you again, Roger, for bringing in a couple of records and especially a gift for me. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate and the listeners will appreciate hearing Bermuda on f- future issues, episodes of the to Human Serviette radio show. And again, check out tonight, Slow, Slow, at the Fox Theater, their first official gig in 31 years. That's amazing. In Vancouver, British Columbia, canada so here right now is the corner boys from vancouver with just don't care and they have a seven inch out right now well thank you very much crooked walker keep on rocking in the free world and do 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 do
5: should have known right from the start This shame is never-ending Make me feel so fucking small Let's just keep on pretending Let's see how far we fall It's nobody's fault but mine I know I wasted your time Nobody's fault but mine And I just don't care Nobody's fault but mine I know I wasted your time Nobody's fault but mine And I just don't care So well-intended, and you're so fucking smart. Tell me why you can't be happy. I should have known right from the start. This shame is never-ending, make me feel so fucking small. Let's just keep on pretending. Let's see how far we fall. It's nobody's fault but mine. I know I've wasted your time. Nobody's fault but mine, and I just don't care. Nobody's fault but mine. I know i wasted your time. Nobody's fault but mine And I just don't care I just don't care I just don't
1: care I just don't care